Welcome to A Love Like This. I'm Abby, I'm Paige. And I'm Ben, and we are so glad that you are here. As we sit down each week with some amazing guests and close friends, our hope is that you would be encouraged to take heart in the troubles of this world and would start living a more abundant and fruitful life. Hey friends, welcome back to A Love Like This podcast. I hope that you guys have had an awesome week so far. In this week's episode, I, Paige, spoke about the importance of fixing the root of your life instead of the fruit of your life and about how important it is to put your inside world right, your heart, mind and soul in order to see God move in your outside world. I hope that you get encouraged, fueled up and inspired in this week's episode. So I don't know about you guys, but I waste a lot of time thinking and, you know, days and nights go by and then weeks go by and then months go by and I realize I'm exactly where I started. You know, nothing's really changed. I feel like God hasn't used me and I start to fall into this headspace of like, no, God's not using me and I'm going nowhere in life and I'm just going to stay here and I'm comfortable here and I don't do anything with my life. If you guys have ever been there where, you know, you're just in a place of thinking that it actually restricts you from going out and living your life, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. So like I said, I've been kind of in this place where I've just been camping and I've been camping in this place of just like a muddy living under this dark cloud kind of kind of place if that's a weird way to describe it but it's a place where I've just been overthinking a lot I've like been kind of drowned by insecurities and anxieties and confusions and I just kind of feel like yeah it's time to move a little bit so lately God's been really revealing to me that It's not about fixing the fruit in your life. It's getting the root right with God. And so I want to say that again. So it's not about fixing the fruit in your life. It's about getting the root right with God. And so basically what that means is like God's just been really revealing to me. You know, I sit down a lot of the time and I whip out my laptop and I start writing out all these different things about how to have better morning routines, better nighttime routines, things that I can implement in my life and to, you know, to to kind of fix myself a little bit. And whilst those things are very good and very, very important and, you know, healthy habits are extremely important in his life and I think it's such a contributor to having such a fruitful and beautiful life is that even if I fix the fruit there's still some kind of something wrong with the root here and so the root that I'm talking about is the heart and you know the heart is actually the source of your entire life I believe that we are spiritual beings and you know we belong to God we're created by someone for a purpose and so when I think about our heart it's actually the very thing whilst people think that our brain is in control 100% but I do think that the source of life is our heart and you know if the root of our lives our heart is not in the correct place and it's not in its proper place then it can kind of, you know, bear bad fruit. And we all know the Bible verses that talk about bearing good fruit and how if you're rooted and planted besides running waters, you know, you'll bear fruit and you'll grow into a flourishing tree and your leaves will never wither. (laughs) And that is being rooted in God. And that's where your heart needs to be. That root needs to be God. I always think kind of like when I get my head on, then I'll be in a good place. Or like when I buy these clothes and get my closet in order, then I'll finally feel like myself. And the truth is, is none of those things are fulfilling and none of those things really help my my case. 
So what I've been doing is I've kind of been zooming out of my life and like what it says in Weber, backing the camera up a little bit. Ben will really appreciate that. But basically what I've been doing is I've been taking a step back and really looking at my life and kind of being like, okay, God, I need you to be the source of my life and I need my heart fixed upon you. You know, in my Bible, it talks about how it's it's the Beatitudes, but it's written in a different way as it's the message but um, version of the Bible. And essentially says, you are blessed when you get your inside world put right, your heart and your mind, and then you'll be able to see God in your outside world. And that is so true. It's not like you'll see God in your outside world and then your inside world will be put right. No, first and foremost, you have to get your inside world put right with God and then you'll see him move in your outside world. And that is the fruit that I'm talking about. So I don't know about you, but if you have been in the same place as me where you've been camping in this place of just bearing bad fruit and bitterness and and things like that, and you want to kind of step out of that place, you can actually ask God to pull you out of that mud and place you on a rock where you may never slip. And I know this kind of sounds very all over the place and very jumbled, but just hear me out. Like if you ask God, he can actually, it it says in the word that he'll actually take you out of a pit that muddy place and put you on a place that you'll never slip again, like a firm foundation, a rock. And that is biblical truth. And that, that, that rock is the word of God. And if you live from that place, you'll never slip again. But, um, you know, the truth is, is we're all sinners and we all fall short. And I find myself falling into these deep spirals all the time. And I get so confused and so stuck in my own head and so confusing in, you know, what I should be doing in my life. Like I get um, overwhelmed and bombarded with assessments and due dates and confusion. And then, you know, I just get so distracted on my phone and just all these, just bearing just bad fruit in my life. And then I realize, hold up, where is the root of my life? Where is my heart focused upon right now? If it is not, in it's in the proper place where it should be, which is with God, then where is it and how is that affecting my life? And, you know, I think about the best times in my life and the best memories that I've ever made with God is when my heart is truly fixed upon Him and the root of my life is buried in good soil. And I know we talk about this a lot on the podcast, but this is the whole reason why we why we started this podcast is to let you guys know that there is a different way to life and you know to to know God is to experience a love like this like I've experienced a love like that and I've made memories with God and I know the difference that when you are rooted and grounded in in good soil the fruit that you will bear is so different and you know I'm going to go back to the inside world and outside world I know that your thoughts like your inner life is so important And I think that when it's in the proper place, then you will see God in your outside world. Like I said, I had to come to a place in my life where I was like, okay, God, you can do exceedingly abundantly and above and beyond more than anything I could ask, think, comprehend or imagine. And that includes fixing my inside world. So I just came to a place where I straight up said, God, like I, 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 I can't live this way anymore. I want to get out of my own head, get out of my own way. And I want you to rule my mind. I want your truth to rule my mind. People, people will agree with me this, but the change and the transformation that happens when we can shift our focus from what, you know, we're thinking, what the enemy is telling us to, to living in a place where you're fully engaged with the word of God and you're fully living from a place, you'll see amazing things happen in your life. And um, I was reading my my devotional this morning, and it was talking about a vertical having a vertical relationship with God, but also having a horizontal relationship with people. And you know that obviously, if you can 
can't tell it makes a cross. And so it's very important that we have a solid relationship, a vertical relationship with God, but also a horizontal relationship with people. And that's something that I've been realizing too. You know, you have your inside world, your vertical horizontal, your vertical life with Jesus, but you also have community and people to 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 get around. You've got to get in those communities and help people witness that fruit. You know, I've had people literally pray over me and say, like, pluck this fruit from page because it's not bearing, it's not, I'm not bearing good fruit in my life anymore. And so just to just to have an understanding that. You need to go before God, surrender your inside world to Him, your heart, mind, and soul before God, and He will transform it, and then you'll see Him move in your outside world. So when we're thinking about this idea of, you know, good roots, our inside world is our heart, our mind, and our soul. We are spiritual beings. We are created to to follow God and to be in relationship and communion with Him. And when I think about the heart, you know, like I was just talking about, I think about it being rooted in in Christ and that's the source of your life, right? So you want the source of your life to be the source of the source of life, which is him. And then I think about the mind and boy, have I been a slave to my thoughts. Everyone in my world that knows me knows I'm a victim of this, and I'm sure so many of you guys can relate to this, but when our minds are at the, when our minds kind of like overtake our hearts and it's so funny because thought life is so like I don't know the proper science behind this my mum probably does and I'm sure some listeners do as well but our thought life is actually so important and when we think negative thoughts you know our brain develops grooves and then we actually have to make a conscious effort to think against those thoughts to build better thoughts and Again, like I said, that's going to affect the fruit of your life. And so if you're thinking, you know, lies what the enemy tells you, and I know I know some of you, you know, don't probably aren't familiar with this language, but basically the Bible talks about in John how the en- there is an enemy and the enemy has come to steal, kill, and destroy. And, you know, God has a good plan for your life, but the enemy also has a plan for your life, and it's purely just to kill, steal, and destroy any goodness that comes from your life. You know, like I think about our thought life and the enemy wants to rob those thoughts. He wants to rob the truths that God places in your mind and he wants to steal your identity and he wants to cripple you in anxiety and keep you in fear and lock you up and and kind of almost be captive to your thoughts. But God wants us to take our thoughts captive. And there's a huge difference there um, um, of what can happen and the fruit that you can bear in your life just looks so different. You can imagine it right now. I'm sure there are many things and people being like, yep, that's me. Yep, I'm guilty of that. I definitely fall into, into you know, I, I fall into slave of my own my own thoughts and I need God to replenish my mind and he'll do that. And then I think about our soul and our soul, like I said, we're spiritual beings. And when our soul is not in the right place, we go bonkers. You know, there's, we're lost. We have, we don't belong anywhere. We feel like we have no purpose. And we ask these big questions like, why am I living? What's the purpose of life? Why am I here? And you know, the truth is, is that our souls belong to God. And until you have that connection, that revelation to be like, yes, Lord, I surrender my life. I ask you into my life. Your soul then becomes with God. Like you become one with God and you become in relationship with God. And there's an assurance that comes with that. You know, we talk about eternity. We don't really talk about eternity much on this podcast, but we, um, we should, I feel, because it's very important. You know, our souls 
when we accept Jesus into our life, they actually are now with God and we're promised eternal life with Him. And, and that's a promise that's just like mind-blowing because when our souls, when we're comforted to know that this isn't our home, that earth isn't actually our home, this isn't our residency, it's actually in heaven and that's where our souls belong. That's a huge comfort to know that, you know, at the end of our lives we're promised an, an eternal life with Him that just like changes everything. So I know what Jesus is talking about when he says, get your inside world, put right your heart, your mind and your soul, and then you'll see God in your outside world. You know, if you can get those three things right and pray, place them before God and put them in their proper place where they belong, our souls belong with God, our heart belongs with God and our minds belong with God. When we give those things and hand those things over to God, the things that will happen in our lives will will bear good fruit and you'll see that in your life. Friends will come into your life, new purpose and calling and passions that you never would have thought you would ever be able to have or to 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 give out to the world will come into your life. And I've just seen that so evident in my life that when I ask God to to put my inside world right with Him, the things that change in my outside world, man, I'm like, dang God, you responded to my cry. You responded to my prayer. And he will just show up in your life in in, in abundance of ways and his and your outside world will start to change. And God's just like, I don't know, like he's just been revealing that to me so evidently that there is a side of reality that we can actually live where we don't kind of live outside of ourselves. Like we can actually be in relationship with Jesus and be connected to the Holy Spirit that is living and breathing on the inside of us to know that our inside world is put right with God. And therefore we will see God move in our outside world. Like I said, it's not get your outside world put right and then your inside world will be fixed with God. No, no, no. Like it's going to the root of your life and the source of your life and placing your inside world in the proper place and getting it put right with God to then see God move in your outside world. So while I'm talking about, you know, good things in the outside world, this includes, you know, listening to this podcast and being able to have the opportunity to fuel up and hearing God's word. This is another outlet for you to see God in your outside world. And I just, I don't know, I just really feel like just reading scripture. Like I feel like we, you know, pick up a verse and talk about it, but I just, I don't think we've really told the full story and really um, drenched you guys in scripture and the truth of God's word. So I really want to do that right now. I just want to give this a moment just to read you some encouragement from the, from the scripture and in hope that you do have that revelation, that you do have that encounter with Jesus right now. And so I'm going to read Romans 3, 22 to 31 in the message version. Um, Yeah, I just want to give this a moment and just kind of just pour out onto you guys right now. The God setting things right that we read about has become Jesus setting things right for us and not only for us, but for everyone who believes in him. For there is no difference between us and them in this. Since we've compiled this long and sorry record as sinners and proved that we are utterly incapable of living the glorious lives God wills for us, God did it for us. Out of sheer generosity, He put us in right standing with Himself, a pure gift. He got us out of the mess we were in and restored us to where He always wanted us to be. And He did it by the means of Jesus Christ. God sacrificed Jesus on the altar of the world to clear that world of sin. Having faith in Him sets us in the clear. God decided on this course of action in full view of the public to set the world in the clear with Himself through the sacrifice of Jesus, finally taking care of the sins He had so patiently endured. 
This is not only clear, but it's now. This is current history. God set things right. He also makes it possible for us to live in His righteousness. So where does this leave our pride? Cancelled. Yes, cancelled. What we've learned is this. God does not respond to what we do. We respond to what God does. Well, guys, that wraps up this week's episode of A Love Like This. I hope that you feel fueled, encouraged and inspired after this week's episode. And don't forget the importance of fixing your fruit of your life instead of the fruit of your life. First, you've got to fix the fruit before you can see the fruit. And about how important it is to put your inside world right and put it in its proper place, your heart, mind and soul, in order to see God move in your outside world. 